Charlie's in the house. Hello, hello. You hear me? Yep, hear you. Okay, good. Here we Carlos. go. Yeah, you got glasses on? Yeah, for the computer glasses. Oh, that's right. That's right. You oh, got computer so glasses the, the, now, holy, the holy trinity. Do you uh, have a lot of toys back there? Are you restocking up? What toy? No, I cleaned up. That's I don't have nothing up there. It's empty. Not to your left. What are you talking about? I mean, yeah, I mean, they've always been there. I, I cleaned up. It looks the, like more. The right toy where the white is. I, nah, I'm talking oh, about your racks. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but yeah. that's not that. Those are uh, ones that I'm selling that I haven't talk done. into the microphone. Those are items that I've that are on, that are for sale. Oh. Uh, that have not sold, so they've been there for hella long. I just organized uh, it so it looks like it's a lot. Yeah, it does look like it's a lot. I'm like, whoa. Eventually, yeah. what I want to do is put this desk. I mean, put my CPU on wheels so mm-hmm. it moves along with the desk. So then you guys can, so my backdrop can actually be the toys that I've been working on and setting up. Oh. So it could be tight. That's great. That's cool. Yeah. Movable workspace. There you go. I mean, it moves. It goes up and down. It's just fluidity. The CPU is uh needs wheels. I just added a bed frame and uh. All the beds, you know, like the whole bed uh, frame, the wood and stuff to my background. <laughs> if you can't see it. <laughs> oh, you yeah, we, part someone's bed. Did, oh, yeah, did so you put we, a, no, we just bought a new like bed frame and all that stuff. Oh, okay. New bed set. And I'm like, damn it. What am I going to do with the old one? Yeah. Like, put in the garage. I'm like, yeah. There's a, there's a dump day coming up. Oh, yeah? Yeah, San Pablo dump day. You're saying you consider San Pablo, right? I don't know, dude, because uh, where we stay at, it's c- considered something else. It's San Pablo, but unincorporated. But your mail, your mail says San Pablo. It says San Pablo, yeah. So you could go to the San Pablo Dump Day. I hope so. Yeah, you could bring your, pack your shit up, get rid of it, out of here. Yeah, we just burn it. Yeah, I wish. I wish it was like a way that we could go back to those old days of like tire burnings and shit. Well, that shit was stink. <laughs> That's horrible. People well, with I, asthma get fucked up. I care about people yeah. with asthma. People with asthma are like, dude, they, they shouldn't be on. Like, if this was Sparta, <laughs> if this was Sparta, uh-huh. you wouldn't need, you, like, us three would be dead. I know. I, you have to. I, I'm a little bit taller than you guys, so you guys know, probably be you out. Got flat feet. <laughs> I do. You, you got flat feet, and your immune system is suspect, dude. Been able to uh, I do feet. got flat feet, dude. I was walking up the What's hills. Here? My feet hurt. Oh, they dude, hurt. They get sore. I'm flat footed. I, mean, I don't like talking about walking because Carlos is here, but damn, <laughs> you know, like man. I know. As soon as you do, this boy makes every 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 yeah. Uh, every, Dude, I had this camel on my back. Then I had this marriage mail on my back. I punched a a dog on my route. You know about walking. (laughs) I know that my kid, no one can say they're tired around me and my family. They're like, man, I'm tired. I'm like, really? (laughs) What what does that mean? He cracks his knuckles. Well, let me tell you about my day. (laughs) I just take off my shoe and like, look at my feet. (laughs) 
That's hilarious. Those used to be toes. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't webbed before. <laughs> That's not even a nail anymore. Ugh. You are listening to the BBC. stupid yeah, yeah like, i don't know why we put so much standards on ourselves like that you yeah. have to you know like, yeah, you ain't gotta do shit like gig, uh-huh. like guitar people gig like those guitar guys right they used to uh like yeah i used to practice and my they get callous yeah. they hurt in the beginning yeah. you know and after a while like i don't feel anything on the tip of my fingers i, I feel like a like, you know how remember when we were kids we used to put glue on your finger and let it dry you yeah, yeah, then you peel it. Yeah, so it feels you used like to do that, that with your feet. So you didn't, you wouldn't wash your feet for how long, and it'd get all black. And then you couldn't wait to peel the black off. You did that? Wow. No, you did what? that. Oh, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, you guys got a specific. Wow, man. That's <laughs> now nah, I used to do that as a kid. Yeah. I was like, that's uh, some, that's some dedication. <laughs> that shit used to make me. Uh, I don't know. I liked it. It was like that and peeling the glue off my hand. So, yeah. yeah. Um. I used to, t- I was telling my kids that when we used to get like cut or yeah. something like that, we couldn't wait to put alcohol on it. We could feel the burn. We like, dude, that was fun for us. I feel so alive. <laughs> it was fun for us. Then we scrape something, go get the alcohol. Like we don't have any alcohol. Use, use no polish. <laughs> you know? Get the battery acid. We used to do crazy shit like that. I sent this boy. I sent this boy Hugo a, a footage of a little kid struggling to take a pill. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I knew, I knew that was Hugo. No puedo. Oh, no puedo. <laughs> I see that. I see that. Yeah, Cut that shit in half, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, my, when it was over, when they. Didn't make- the medicine for for you know now that's the problem right now you see like chew gummy bears for adults yeah i'm like what the fuck that's i think that's why they're so soft that's why there's a lot of betas walking around because they have to chew the fucking, their medicine and oh shit. well well hold on I'm, a, I'm gonna stand up for my gummy bear lovers because i am one um i like gummy bears i like the uh I like how long it takes to eat. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? The flavor, the flavor, I think the flavor is easier to make more pleasant in a chewy form than hey, it is in a pill form. Yeah, well, I mean it's medicine. You know, don't get me wrong. I'll, you know, I'll take down a Harboro any day. But you uh, know, I'm an Alabasi man. No Harboros. Oh, really? The two Alabasi. I like that Australian Alabasi. Dude, my mom brings some shit from the Fiat. Dude, that's probably the one. Oh, that's you think probably so? the one? Yeah, it's the white bag that they they be selling. If you go to Sprouts, oh yeah, go to Sprouts. They have the 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 uh, gummy bears there too, and sometimes uh, they be two dollars for a pound. 
And it's that it's that brand. Diabetes. Oh my God. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Sometimes no one likes gummy bears like I in my family like me. Dude, it's something weird. I don't I don't like peach rings, man. Peach rings sharing it. No, yeah, I've witnessed that. I witnessed that. That boy's licking it through his like he's like licking them all. He's like licking them all in the bag before he's even eating. He just put his tongue through the to the ring. You got some all. Like, hey, you go. Let me let me get let me get some. He's like, oh no, nah, I already licked them. No nah, man, what you the one with these? <laughs> were you that were you that kid that always licked his food before someone was coming up to you like eh, yeah, start licking? No, I didn't do that. But when the pizza would arrive and it you know be all of us at home, I would take an extra piece. <laughs> yeah, I would like okay, this is my piece. Actually, I think we would all call it before anybody would even take the pizzas off the out the box. Yeah. All right, these two are mine. Those two are yours. These other two are yours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if I got there early enough, I would cut it just enough, <laughs> take a little slice and then put it back together. So I'd be, I'd have two and a half slices instead of just two. They wouldn't know. It's I funny. used to eat sometimes, man, I back. I used to remember that I used to go to Jack in a box and I would eat outside in my car. So they wouldn't know I'd be eating in the house. Who so oh, asked me for my food? No, my brothers and sisters. Okay, no me this. Man, don't let me just eat my peas. You know what I'm saying? I didn't ask you. What? That's why me. you're so defensive because you're your yeah. siblings. That's yeah. why you're so defensive because you guys used to, to, to fight for the bone. The last yeah, bomb. man. It's yeah, uh, it's like you know, survival of the fittest. Yeah, let me eat my by myself. That's why I think I'd, I I I'd rather stare at the wall and eat than look at people because <laughs> I don't want what I don't like. I don't like what people watching me eat. Really? Yeah. Yeah, man. Because I get sloppy, man. Yeah, you know, you like are to... barbarian, man. You know, like today I was eating, I was eating ice cream with my daughter. So I took her to the ice cream spot right here on um right by El Tucan. And then uh ice cream spot there? She's she's telling me, You got you got ice cream on your mustache. I'm like, fuck. See? Yeah, I'm glad she's there to tell me. Cause usually <laughs> I like I said, I'd be there with my napkin and constantly eating. Yeah, but Dude, yeah. I've been tripping lately because when I'm eating like lately I was eating and I'll look down. I always think I got something on my mustache and then I'm like, what the fuck? I keep wiping it off. I think it's like a crumb from a sandwich and shit. And then now nah, it's my fucking white hairs. Now they're like coming out more on my mustache. And I'm like, ah, it's my fucking white hair. Why do they have to be thicker than the other hairs? You know, those shits are like thick. Uh, you know? I was gonna tell you, you were, uh, so you, you've been off all week. Carlos. Yeah, I've been off all week. Charlie's been off all week, just lounging. Dude, before uh you just brought uh brought me uh gave me a flashback when I used to hang out with um uh, some dudes from Fito. Remember him? Yeah. I remember we went to a friend's house. I can't remember the dude's name, but I remember we were all high and we went to this dude's house. And Fito opened the refrigerator and it just started eating the sandwich. And I was like, yo, where'd you get that sandwich from? Oh, in the fridge and shit. And my, the other dude comes in. He goes, dude, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? And then uh, he was like, what? And Fito was like, what, what happened? And then uh, he was like, that's my dad's sandwich. And then uh, the dad comes in. Right. And then we all like, he was like, oh, shit, let's get, let's go. Let's go. Let's go in the backyard. So we're hanging in the backyard. I don't know why we just don't leave. Yeah, you know, we just had nothing to do. We just just leave. Yeah. I'm out. Peace. You know, you can feel the tension in the air already. And so we were hanging. 
now and you hear the dad come in you know there's those days where people used to be afraid of their fathers you know you just left you know you just hide and we're so we're in the backyard just sitting there right then you hear the dad open the refrigerator you know you hear that shit just clunk clunk <laughs> he's like hey guess they call me on me sandwich <laughs> Maria starts yelling and shit. We're all like, oh, fuck, dude. And then he comes outside, starts yelling at like, and then he's yelling at my friend. He's like, no, no sé, papi, no, no, no sé. No sé, apenas llegamos de la escuela. And then he was hella mad, dude. I was like, damn, dude. Fuck, that sandwich must have been sacred. <laughs> you ever got ever been at your friend's house and witnessed them get in there uh, a, a whooping? Yeah. 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 I watched you go. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Your grandma used to take it to you. <laughs> oh, I used to purposely shit. get him and Rigo to, to fight each other, so the grandma would just come in and they'd be like, "No!" <laughs> ah, I used to sit there and laugh <laughs> with the chunkla. Yeah. Oh, oh what's not chocolate? I used to take it to that boy. Man, no, dude. They used to have this boy read the encyclopedia all summer. Yep, yep. Daddy right, copy home during the summer. You know, I remember one time it was that it was the MTV Awards where Biggie had just died, and and then and then uh, Puff Daddy was doing that tribute with uh Sting. Man, I hella wanted to watch it, but my dad told me I couldn't watch it because I didn't do my my writing in my encyclopedia. I didn't copy the encyclopedia that day. I was hella mad. Punched the pillow all night, huh? You know. <laughs> and then my dad, my mom was like, but you could watch it. No, he said no, so I can't watch it. I'm not going to watch it. Damn. Fucking you were stubborn story. back then, huh? <laughs> uh, I'm not stubborn right now. <laughs> oh, okay. I remember, uh, <laughs> okay. I remember, I remember being at a friend's house. And this was my black friend uh, when I was in elementary school. One. Yeah. One black friend. Well, one black friend. Well, it was not, there wasn't, well, it was like, he was from, uh, you know, from um, now he wasn't from Parchester, right? Mm-hmm. He was from a different. He was like from up the street and shit. And we was, he was hanging out, and I was at his house. And he had these older sisters. I, they felt like they were older, but they were probably like a year wow. or two. Yeah, and I remember they were playing uh, MC Brains. Yeah, the Uchi Coochie. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uchi. And I remember that was the first time I seen like girls like kind of twerk. Yeah, and me and him were just sitting there. Cause it was her, uh, I think it was his older sister, maybe a friend. I don't remember too much, but I remember seeing a car pulled up and the mom getting out, and she she looked like you know when people get out the car. I remember she just looked tired, yeah, just tired from somewhere. And I don't remember if she was like some type of nurse, but she was wearing a uniform, yeah. And she heard the music, and then she was walking in. I could see it through the gate, and her expression changed. And then she just barged in and started whack, whack, whack. I mean, she was like pulled out the belt out of nowhere and she was just like, kind of like just swinging it. And she was just yelling, this is my house. This is my house. That's what I remember, right? And I was just kind of like, just stunned and scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my mom would, when she used to beat us, like Latin women would beat you kind of over the head. Like if they're trying to, you know, you know, trying to get the exorcist out of you. You know what I mean? Like, Michael Gilson, they're like saying like rosary, like, you know, just hitting you over there, like overhead. She came in like Serena Williams or some shit. Just, wow. 
Why it was all in the fucking shoulders, dude. She was just like, ah, it's my house, my house. And I was like, fuck, I think they know that in my head, right? They don't live here, you know. I'm thinking, because I'm like totally lost. Like, what the fuck? And then she she did she noticed us, and then she was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. Yeah, they always like, apologize. Yeah, she was like, I had some that, story to that. like she was like, This is who's this? Who's this? And then I introduced myself and then I was like, oh, Carlos, you know, just scared and shit. And then she gave us Kool-Aid or something. <laughs> but I remember like saying, whoa, man. This Thank is her house. Mark. I was like, this is her house for sure. I was like, yo, this is, this is your house. <laughs> so, every time I think of that song. Bow down. Uchi, Kuchi, whack, whack, my house. <laughs> Damn, MC Brain got room for you. I didn't. I didn't realize that MC Brain was um from Detroit. Oh, was he? I didn't know that. Wow. I think he's from Detroit. I think he only had. That's it. That's a, pretty much that. I th- or um, shake your rump. Was that him? I don't remember. No, that's Rex and Effects, isn't it? Oh, you're right. You're right, you're right. Yeah, that's Rex and Effects. MC Breed and MC Brain. Mm-hmm. I always got those two confused. I think it was only a one-hit wonder, dude. Got you. Someone yeah. the other day, someone at work was trying to bring up Nice and Smooth. You know, uh-huh. like, oh, man, you, you ever heard of Nice and Smooth? And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, ooh, la, la, ah, wee, wee, say Muhammad Ali. They don't even know, dude. Like, I'm like, don't talk to me about music please don't like you guys are gonna not you guys are not gonna you guys can't handle we're not gonna be friends Eddie, we're not like let's not talk about music let's just keep it far away let's talk about general pop stuff yeah, yeah. sports <laughs> don't talk to me about music sometimes i think we look like the type that don't listen to hip-hop i think I you're absolutely correct because I that's what happened to me at work too they were like Cause they were listening to some funkadelics that you know that doo 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 doo, and I was just like, I was just gigging to it. I was like, cause they never play music at the post office, right? And then the lady, the the clerk was like, what do you know about funkadelics? I was like, what do I know? I was like, I was conceived to the funk. <laughs> I was like, I was a janitor on the mothership. <laughs> <laughs> I was the cum bucket holder. <laughs> I watched a. Uh, um... I've been trying to find uh, more interesting documentaries to watch. So I've been, I've been re- watching documentaries about authors, oh, nice. uh, about writers. It's just a different genre. You know what I mean? Just like, hey, just, dude, it's crazy. Like a majority of the of the ones that I've been watching, a lot of the stories are kind of the same where they struggle. Mm. They struggle for a long time. They fucking, they, they're talented but they're getting rejected by all these publications because it doesn't fit their format. They're so unique, right? They, they, their stories are so unique or darker in, um, in topic or, or, or however you would want to say that in subject matter. Um, but they just continued and continued and continued to write all these stories and stuff like that until they found their magazine Avenue that catered to that same type of population that they were trying to speak to. And from there, you know, they grow. 
And you just think about like the amount of trying and failing and trying and failing. And it could go on for years. And mm -hmm. they work these dead end jobs or they work writing to like English teachers or something like that. You know what I mean? They do that type of they become professors or they're 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 some sort of, you know, adult school teacher of grammar or whatever. Right. They're working in these meaningless jobs till one day they get a letter saying, hey, we accepted your story. Here's four grand. You the know what I mean? Uh, yeah. The publishers, right? The publishers. Yeah. The publishers going to say, here's your upfront money four grand. We're going to uh, we're going to try to find uh, somebody to 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 make these more right and then you'll get more money later i wonder if it's changed because uh that you know that that whole hustle going as as a writer because you know how you get self-published now through amazon and whatnot you can self-publish you know you got blogs right no i mean you could actually make your own book and just put it out i think joey diaz just did that no the fucking our boy fucking malik oh yeah yeah, Malik did his own book too. So I mean, it's not a, like I'm not saying it's the most impossible feat. Well, the only thing I'm saying I'm like is that you, I for you, sure you had the, the gatekeepers, like the yeah, publisher. that that's what it is. The gatekeepers, the gatekeepers that existed. I think though that sometimes the gatekeepers were there to say not yet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because a like lot a of real people, teacher. Yeah, you know, like, like, real, like, like yeah, like, you know, like, you're good. There's a lot, but not yet. You know, there's nobody out there for you just yet. There's legit people like that. I mean, That's what I, I'm saying. Like, if, yeah. if it's coming from a good place, I'm cool. But if you're like, no, because, you know, we're highbrow over here and you don't fit our style or, or you know, whatever the case is, right? Like, but, you know, the, that, the, 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 the idea of trying and getting rejected, I think... Um, does that does that exist? Like, like to your point, Charlie, does that does that exist, or is it just uh, the way we do it with music by us by by getting no responses, by getting you know no um nobody hitting us up, say hey man, I got your music, it's, it was cool. Mm. If one if one person did that, if one person came back and said, hey man, this shit was dope success right the success but if nobody does it right nobody reaches out to you at all you know that's you know you could take that as a kind of a hit right that could fuck with your ego a little bit but it'll make but will it make you go more yeah or make you or will it make you spiral you definitely got got two uh, options there yeah you got the two options like and not me. yet is actually good because it's not like uh hey you're horrible stop it's like not yet keep going to get yeah. there yeah yeah, yeah yeah and yeah that's what i'm saying if someone just at least one person says oh man that was cool and then the next time you release something you get two to three people saying that same shit you know you're improving yeah you know what i mean you know that you it's getting there um but can a gatekeeper can a gatekeeper you know even though it seems like he's stopping you from progress but is he helping you in the same way where it doesn't exist now? There's no one there to help filter you. Mm. Right? Mm. Like a lot of people release music, I think prematurely. Right. There's a lot of projects that we did 
that we thought was complete, like the Melodic Giants albums. Mm-hmm. We thought it was complete, but in reality, it was the best that we could do at the time, mm-hmm. right? It's the best that we could do at the time. The my early Break of Dawn stuff. That was the best that that Charlie on the beats, myself in rapping, and us in recording and mixing. That was the best that we could do at that point in time. It was cool when we got accolades, but what? We had no reach, right? Uh-huh. Barely had any reach. MySpace was barely happening at the time. We were ha- we were really handing music out to people at b-boy events. Right. Leaving stuff, leaving stuff randomly at Amoeba or, you know, music shops just leaving it there next to the flyers. You know, remember when we put that on? Um, we taped Unleashed on the 106 uh, KML window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and door. so, you know, that kind of that kind of stuff, you know, and you're like, you know, did somebody listen to this and be like, oh, no, they, it's not ready. Hell no. Nah. I remember when somebody did tell me that. I remember yeah. they told me that I got, I got I got that too one time. Yeah. They told me I was that wasn't ready. Now that I think about it, I'm like, yeah, they were right. Yeah, me too. I that day, a, that day, un- that day though, that I that day that I received it, I was punching the air though. Because we're so passionate about our shit, you know. You are saying? passionate. That's the yeah, one. Like you I, gotta give yourself a, a little break there, you know. But as, was, as but as a kid, you're like, fuck these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah I mean. Cause I mean, you what 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 did you know at that time? Yeah, it was all like to you. It sounded like, well, I mean, I always thought I was like, huh, something's missing. Yeah, you know? we and always knew something was missing. You didn't know what. Say, your stuff is really low. Uh huh. You know, so I was like, okay, because we n- knew nothing about mixing. Yeah. Or mastering. So. Yeah. Nothing. But then, like, you know, then again, it's like the people that you do hear that are supposedly ready, they probably were just found. And then an A&R took them and then introduced them to the right producers. And then they sound ready. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Well, like, like even, even I hear stories of, I hear stories of, um, like, say, John Mayer, right? Like, John Mayer had demos already. Had songs, you know, the body is a wonderland. He had those all on his demo, mm-hmm. ready to go. So the guy was a talent, mm-hmm. right? But it wasn't until that he met up with the correct producer to take that and say, "Hey, we're gonna take this to another level." Now, how exactly it sounded on that demo, and how exact how it sounds now, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't listen to John Mayer like that. There might be some demo tapes out there that you could hear the original version of his EP because I heard he was passing that out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, when he was starting up in, I think it was, I don't know, L.A. Maybe just playing around the clubs there. I think he was handing out an EP at that demo EP at that time. I and wonder if someone heard my- and passed it to a dope producer. Right. I wonder if his music was because like uh if you know because his music was very poppy right and it still is for for sure but the dude was like a great guitar player like yeah. he's really a big blues fan so i wonder why like in the beginning he just went in that direction or did they make him go in that direction it they it probably was a and i'm just assuming here right it's probably songs that he all liked, right? A demo that they all liked. They picked the best songs out of that that would represent what you're saying, but creating an identity, right? You're going to create an identity for you, John Mayer. You are now going to be this guy. 
Because, you know, like uh, the album Continuum, uh-huh. I never, people used to tell me, this guy's a great guitar player, you know? And I used to be like, damn, dude, the body is a wonder. I was like, Jesus Christ. And uh, I remember when Continuum came out, and then people were just, in the guitar world, were like, yo, man, he's bringing back guitar playing. And I was like, this fucking guy? All right, I got to listen to it. And it's a good album. You could tell right then he like it was just three of them, just three the bass player, him and the drummer, simple guitar stuff, you know, and still poppy, but he put all the the guitar shit in it, right? And I was like, wow, this shit is great. But all that, all that comes, all that he's he's always providing the structure, right? Like the bare bones foundation of the song. But it's to the whole team that helps create that, what we get eaten up, right? So they take it from one idea and they make it larger. Yeah. And that's the magic, right? That's the magic part. Like, how do you how do you take this bare bones idea? Because I bet, I bet, I know in the heart of my heart, like, if I was to present a song to somebody and they're in the industry, that they'll say, that might be a good idea. But let's only take this part and this part, and we're going to add all of this, and it'll be a grander idea. Uh-huh. And I would have to be okay with that, right? Yeah. Like, I would have to be with putting down my ego and be like, yeah, you're right. This is, we're making a better product, right? Yeah. And so maybe that could be how a, lot, a person like John Mayer would have had to do, and then he could do whatever he wants. Right, yeah. like you have to create that. You have to grow that equity, though. Right, yeah. You know what I mean. You can't just come out the come out like how how long did it take Alicia Keys to change her look? Oh, she just took off her makeup. Yeah, that, and I think she lost some of her braids, didn't she? Didn't she change her hairstyle after a while? At first, they didn't let her do it. Like for, oh, I, I swear to God, for like ten years, we she had the same set of braids. That's the thing with Eminem too. When did that, they didn't let him change his look, right? Yeah, him just being blonde. Yeah, like, dude, it's it's because originally he was what he looks like now. Yeah, black hair, chubby. He looked like he's transitioning. You know what? Um, <laughs> I didn't know that he uh, uh, wrote that song, <laughs> "The Watcher," and he, was on that hook who? for that song. He being who? Huh? Who's he? M- oh, Eminem. Uh-huh. So he wrote a, he wrote the "The Watcher" song for Dr. Dre on the Chronic, two thousand one. Things ain't things. Something, something ain't the same for gangsters. The dun, 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 dun. Everywhere that I go, nah. people come and they see. I think I only heard that album once. In yeah, two thousand one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I, I. I'm. I. You know what? Too, now that I think about it, yeah, I think you're right. I think I've only heard it once. Okay. I, I never bumped that album. You know what? It's funny how you're right. How, I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna listen to that. Thank it's you. funny. It's funny how that album came out in '99, but it was titled 2001. What's the future, son? Yeah, but it had to do with with um, I think, I think should put out a album called Chronic 2000. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. He did. Yeah. He did do that. So now it's funny. So now you know, speaking about Suge and everybody, um, so now they supposedly bring that dude in, 
the guy that who pretty much publicly said I was in the vehicle that shot Tupac. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's been saying that for hella years. He's been saying that for hella fucking years. I think we talked about it on the podcast. Because the, the 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 on uh because I remember they did didn't they do like a documentary? Yeah. And he was in the documentary explaining his story. But what I don't understand is why why was he snitching on himself? And well, why they gave, the, when they first brought him in, the cop gave him what the deal was. You know how they give deals to people. They gave him some type of immunity. Oh, that's what it is, huh? Momo kept talking and talking and talking. And so then I think he just, you know. Right himself out. He didn't understand the immunity. Yeah, he didn't understand. He's like, oh, I'm immune, man. They can't do nothing to me. Can't get COVID. (laughs) I got the bullets. I put the bullets in it. You know, it's like I I shined the pistol. Yeah. And and a lot of the times I if I don't know, you know, I don't know legal shit, but I'm figuring that you're immune up to a point. Yeah, it's like a probably you, some statute like of limitation. Yeah, like like if you introduce a new set of evidence that wasn't shared under the immunity clause, I think you they could go after you for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because found yeah, evidence. That's what happened. They raided a spot and then they found some things. More things? Yeah, some you some... were gonna do like a wax museum or something like sell it on eBay, huh? I don't know. <laughs> this, this, is the, this is that tank top that Tupac wore when he died. So what is the story though? Because I really don't know. I you know, I stopped caring. You go, you know. <laughs> Break it on down, baby. Oh, the only thing I know is that he was go in pocket. the front O'Keefe, he was in the front seat. Um We should. The, no, no, no. So this is the the guys in in the white catalog catalog. Cadillac that go and kill Tupac. Yeah. So O'Keefe. Um O-D? Yeah, I guess. I don't I think that's his name. Either he was in the left or driver's side of the car. And then uh um my understanding is there's two guys in the back. Uh and then in the on the back seat, it's uh Anderson on the right side. Um where, where basically that's where the, the the bullets are coming out of anyway because they have to roll down the window and another dude. So uh, um, he shot. Actually, over, no, he it's, shot it's, over somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. So he, he, he supposedly he shot over somebody. Actually, it was Anderson on the left, and the dude that shot him was on the right, from what I understand. And then uh, um, the dude on the right, I guess, took the gun because he was like, uh, he can't get shot. He can't let the other guy shoot because the clips are going to hit him in his face or whatever. So he takes the gun and shoots out the window and kills Tupac. And um, the the story is, is that Tupac, when he saw the bullets coming, he jumped in front of Suge so Suge wouldn't get shot. You know, but there's also other rumors, which I don't think are true. Or they're supposedly that <laughs> Suge Knight grabbed them and used them as a shield. I believe that. <laughs> I believe that one. <laughs> 100%. Suge was... He could have just grabbed them. Was like, yeah, he's so dude. Tiny, man. He's so tiny. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, man. Oh, but anyway, like... rest in peace, Tupac. Yeah. But, okay, so. I think that's what it is. I may be wrong. But, you then, know, but from what but I got I, from I think the... I think you're right. I think I remember something along those stories because I remember somebody saying that they're, that they're, that they shot across the body of somebody. Yeah. Out the window. So it went from the left passengers to the left driver's side to. Yeah. Over over the window and shot through the window yeah. to the body. But so and then the guy, the Qaddafi says it was a, the, a light, the hand that came out and shot was light skin. Uh, uh, was light skin. 
and Gaddafi uh, uh, was got killed, uh, which is Tupac's friend. He was also uh, in the car behind um, the one Tupac got shot in. And he says that it was a light skinned hand that came out and shot him. Ooh, who was that then? It was it wasn't Orlando Anderson. It was the other dude, mm. O'Keefe so, Anderson, the, and the other light skinned dude. But okay, so they were saying that that they got hired by Puffy. Yeah, supposedly, supposedly there's rumors out there that Puffy also uh, um uh, put out like a hey, if you steal this death row chain, I'll give you a thousand dollars. You know, mm. so uh, um, I don't know. And then they got that that song like "Kiss Good Night," that is is kind of like Biggie talking about how his boys in blues blue came in and shot up some dude, and people think it's about Tupac. Mm. We'll never know. Yeah. Yeah, no this it sounds like it, but um, you know, it's rap, whatever. Yeah, it's it 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 is one of those things that 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 mystery that. That set of events changed the course of hip hop. Yeah. That 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 event was so pivotal to how hip hop went absolutely pop music after that. Because prior to that, it was so street. True. So street. You couldn't you, you couldn't play it. Like it, it had a bad rep. Mm-hmm. You had a bad rep before Puffy you, was the one who lined it up, right? Yeah, Puffy changed it too, though. I yeah, mean. well, I mean, he was the one. He was one of the starting points. Yeah, he was one of the starting points. Even like his uh, damn near mixing, mixing rap with R and B was through Puffy, right? You know, when he had Grand Pooba with Mary J. Blige. You know? Yo, I didn't know he did that that Method Man song with Mary J. Blige. The one that the one that was really popular, the uh, what about it? I didn't know Puffy did that. Oh, he he grouped that together. He made the beat, supposed or made the music. Yeah, he made well. yeah he made the beat. He the, said uh, the remix. remix. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, he might have hired somebody to do that, but okay. I don't think Puffy was ever behind the boards, dude. Yeah, I don't I know. Think, I think I think what he did was pick out the samples. Cause uh, maybe, maybe that's a form of producing. That's a form of producing. Cause in the hip hop show, I mean the Wu Tang show, the, the show, uh, they show uh, the RZA running into Puffy, uh-huh. and they and then they sh- they they talk about it, and then it, and also in in, a, in one of the episodes, people are like, "Did you hear that that Puffy remix?" I bet it was Easy Mo B. Who made the beat? Yeah, I bet it was Easy Mo B because I think Easy Mo B did a lot of that bad boy production. He's the one that did Craig Mack. Yeah, he did a few songs with Tupac too. He, he did a lot. He did a lot, and I think they took. I'm not sure if they gave him full credit for a lot of the shit that he did. But he be he be on Instagram playing his beats through the original machine. That shit's amazing. Uh-huh. That shit's amazing what he made that machine do. Which one? The the SP1200. Oh, SP1200. Yeah, dude, the the one with the faders. Yeah, I think it, it wasn't the the producers didn't get any shine until Kanye, really. If you think about it, yeah, I mean, uh, in terms of like, like you know, the front row where people are like, cared about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you you the premiere, yeah, premiere, premiere, Pete Rock, the you know, like I mean, in the underground circles, yeah, hip hop circles, it was always you know premiere, 
large yeah. professor, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of I didn't I didn't I didn't realize I didn't realize how much Q-tip was involved until later in my life. Yeah. I didn't realize how much he did. When I found out how much Q-tip did, I'm like, "Oh, wow, that's that guy's fucking really talented then." Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, damn, that that's that's some shit. I still don't know what uh uh Ali Shahi Muhammad does though. <laughs> I still Wasn't don't he know. like a producer too? Like I think he still produces. I just don't know what instrument he plays. Hmm. I, I've never fa- I never figured that out. I've never heard him sit talk about any machines. Uh, he might be a keyboard guy, maybe. I don't know, drum guy. Maybe he's a drummer. I don't know. I don't know either. Hey, I think Questlove is doing uh, the open mic eagle. The, the, the oh, dope. I think so. I think that's what I've seen. Either that or, or Black Thought. I like listening to Questlove. Because um, he's like, for for real, like a fan. A fan of music. music. He has so much knowledge. He's like Mike Pinfield. Mm. Remember that guy? Oh. He was on MTV, bald white guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because he'd be pulling out some some stories. I was like, wow. How do you know that? Like certain breaks and shit and i'm like i can i I don't have that kind of brain storage yeah you do yeah you not not as much as these cats do do man they be building out like so and so played on this played on that i'm like i can't even tell you you because they read liner notes and type of shit yeah yeah i don't think i have enough liner notes information yeah i don't i'm not a liner notes man either but you know uh I, I never paid attention to the credits of a movie until like this year in my life mm. when I'm watching the credits and then I'm watch, finally watching the credits to a movie and be like, oh, I recognize that name. Right. And, and I'm like, oh, OK, that's the same. That's the same dude that did this movie and that movie. And I'm like, oh, there's a there's a thread here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a thread of movies that I enjoy that this person's in uh uh responsible for making so let me go down his rabbit hole yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know what i'm saying kind of the same way with that we would do with music you know like oh the bass play- i used to follow bass players right yeah so i go from yeah, bass so, players yeah, yeah. yeah i used to follow bass players and then figure out what they were playing on what they played on and then i yeah. knew if i seen their name on there it was gonna have a certain yeah like sly and robbie those bass players that uh, i remember uh Bob Dylan had a couple of songs that had kind of like a reggae feel to it, you know, like some, you know, dope, you know, those dub bass lines and shit. And then I found out later that Sly and Robbie played on it. I was like, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Because it was a time when. That, that is a different funk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The drummers funk. too, man. It's like that, that style of playing. Mm-hmm. The way they recorded them too was so dope. Yeah, like guitar, jazz guitar players do. Like I find, like I could tell, like my favorite guys, like Barney Kessel. I I hear shit. I'm like, oh, that dude. He was on a bunch of stuff, and I'll hear like a guitar player playing with uh, what's that lady's name? Damn it, I forget her name. She she sings this the Crimea. I mean, a bunch of people sing that song, but she has a version of it. Keep forgetting her name. She's a blonde lady. Um, Linda Ronstadt. Nah, nah, man, she's a blonde lady. I don't think they probably took her seriously at all. But kind of sounds like, man, I forgot her name. But um, yeah. But 
Laura, Laura. Oh, let me see. Stacy. No, it's it sounds like that. Stevie. Julia London. Julia London. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, people. I never guessed that. You never heard this? Yes, I have. Yeah. Did you sample it? Probably. But the guitar player is Barney Kessel. So dope, and like yeah, you made a beat with that, did <laughs> probably, and he's like one of my favorite dudes. He was part of the Wrecking Crew, you know, and uh, and you find that out, and I'm like, whoa, he played on that. No wonder he had that sound. Yeah, well, the the I would say like, if you're ever just feeling stagnant, just watch documentaries about other art people. Hmm. You know what I mean? It could be about graffiti. It could be about uh, uh, specialty cooking. It could be about, you know, just people being really good at their craft. Yeah. That's inspirational enough for you to be like, that's what I'm saying, man. Because seeing other people be creative. Yeah. Is, is, it could, could cook something in you, right? I, maybe that's why YouTube be so popping. Mm-hmm. For like yeah. DIYers, you know what I mean? Like, you see other people do things and you're like, oh man, I could I could definitely try that. Dude, yeah, I like yeah. watching people lay concrete. You know? That shit, that's that's, 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 that's AFR. Like, damn, son. <laughs> yeah, he just I saw the style of concrete called irrigating, mm-hmm. irrigate, agitate, or some shit like that, where the rocks sit on top of the concrete. And I always thought they just threw the rocks on top of it. They do. But what they end up doing is flatten it all into the concrete where it disappears. They let it sit a little bit longer, and then they wash off the top layer of concrete with the hose and whatnot. And then you see the rocks appear all beautiful. I'm like, dude, that's fucking art, dude. Crazy. I should be probably find that shit fascinating. I'm like, wow, how do they do that curve like that? They get these special tools, and it's like cake. You know, they just like slide it. That noise, that shh. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, that shit looks like magic to you know me. What you think about what the Romans did? The oh, Romans. I learned. Okay, so the yeah. way, the reason why their columns still stand is because they used a type of limestone and this other um, mineral. I forgot what it was, but they would build these columns, and as they would crack, the rain would fall in it, and inside the cracks, they'll con- uh, create another kind of like it'll calcify, which it would make it even stronger. It's called Roman concrete. If you look that shit up, how they did it, I'm like, man, no one does that anymore. But it would crack, it, maybe because it looks kind of ugly, but it's really strong. Because, you know, the minute the weather gets into it and it starts forming other type of, like, limestone in it and shit, I don't know. But it, I was like, wow, that's why. Mm, I you know, and that's why that shit still stands. You know, they used to think, like, in England... When like the in the dark ages, they would find like Roman stuff, like pillars and whatnot, and that's why they believed there was giants that roamed the land and whatnot in England. God damn, boy! Isn't that crazy? I just got. I had to burp. Uh, I was gonna tell you. So 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 you're getting back into the game, Charlie. Is what? Crypto. So, oh. <laughs> crypto. Get back into it, man. I love. See, like my favorite form of Charlie 
is is science crypto and crypto Charlie. Charlie. You know what I'm saying? Conspiracy <laughs> theory, Charlie. That's what that's that's my favorite Charlie. I've been waiting for him to call me to tell me alien, a new alien yeah, story. Yeah, like this, that's you know. what this motherfucker would be about. But when he's all serious and political, Charlie, oh. Yeah, get him man. off the soapbox. Give, give, oh, yeah. give, give me the crypto, Charlie. I'm all down. That's, that's like, hey, Show him a picture of Nessie, please. Yeah. I want to hear nothing. Isn't it funny how NFTs died? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's, not, that's a different type of crypto. <laughs> not crypto, not that crypto. Oh. We're talking about Bigfoot and Chupacabra. Oh, oh man! <laughs> but they just cryptic they're... bull. No, that's not. Cryptic. No, they're called cryptozoologists. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. the, the people who uh, um, who study like specify. the Bigfoot and the exactly. people in Arizona. Yeah, I used to have that as a as a description of myself, but then I was like, <laughs> people are gonna believe that. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> they probably do, man. That's good, man. Dude, accept what you are, man. Dude, yeah, you're, you, dude. You, really, dude. You're, you're like mold. You're like a Latin molder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're like a Latin molder, dude. Holly, uh, do, do you believe? Yeah, I don't know if I believe or not. It's just I, I just I, I, I look for, for like, like if you if we're talking about ghosts or something like that. I would say, okay, if I was going to prove that there is ghosts, right, I would have to bring up, like, string theory. Yeah. Because string theory talks about dimensions, right? And what is a dimension, right? We see certain things as what people tell us because we already have it. It's already been defined. But what if it's been defined wrong, right? What if it's, what if, like, these apparitions are just, visions of other dimensions yeah. in time our time a glimpse i don't know you know what i mean a no certain- that's no what, what you're saying is something that a lot of people say actually oh loki just started oh we're oh dope too you know that just started um and that's that show is about that right like multiple strings of of uh Dimensions. Existence and dimensions that what if they do interweave one day with each other and you catch a vibration, right? The the the, the vibration sits still for you for that 1.2 seconds and you see another life happening where you're at. Yeah, that's why I sometimes wonder, like, like I was telling my wife one day, I was like, dude, sometimes I have dreams of people I've never seen in my life. Huh. Huh? And what do they tell you? No, they don't tell me anything, but I'm witnessing like other people that I've never seen in my life, not in movies, not in anything. They don't look familiar. They're just different people. And I'm like wondering, why? Why is my brain conjuring up these people I've never seen in my life? I'm not saying that it's a past life or anything like that, but what if like in our states of dreaming, we're witnessing other dimensions? Hmm. That's nice. I've never heard that before. They should make a movie about that. That's dope. That Inception? No, Is Inception it? was uh, people were going inside your dreams and planting ideas. And I thought it was, oh, well, not Inception. Sometimes I think uh, dreaming is your future, in a sense. There's a lot, what... of, a lot of times, like, for example, I have this of this before my daughter was born, I remember seeing or having a kid in my dream in a blue uh onesie and mm-hmm. then and then uh in christmas time she was wearing that same onesie i had had a dream about 
you really? know, before she was born. Yeah, I had so, dreams like that too. With like, like, and then, and then shit happens. I was like, I think I dreamt this situation that's happening right now. It's deja vu, Donnie. Yeah, that's happened to me a lot of times. You know, and what if deja vu? Oh, go ahead. What if deja vus are dreams you had? You just don't remember. Huh? Maybe. You know what's the trip? Sometimes I'll be having a, I'll be barring out in my dreams. And I'm like, damn, that shit came out tight. You know, you know, and then you wake up, like you remember it for the first 10 seconds. Then throughout the day you forget. But it's like in that moment, it's like, damn, man, it's dope. But wow. it, you know what I think what I'm trying to say is that sometimes it trips me out how we how people how the people the people that show up in our in our dreams like why is it that person that we make up to be that person oh okay like you know what i'm saying like i didn't like even when like you meet somebody or you're banging a fine chick in your dreams how is how how is it that you I, make up this person yeah. you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. that always always trips me out like you know yeah like, we don't like our culture now doesn't really like we just we just have we just don't consider dreams seriously but people back in the days oh that was yeah like the egyptians yeah. they they didn't say uh oh i was dreaming they would say i witnessed a dream like it yeah. was like some type of vision you know and if you think about like how you were saying right now you you had a dream about your daughter in a onesie before you had kids right like what if your dream is just a realm where everything meets imagination, past, and future, right? And that's why sometimes, and it's open to other entities, right? That's why people sometimes have these night terrors. Mm. Hey, you wanted crypto, Charlie? Man, I'm just throwing it hey, in. No, I'm here. No, I'm, I'm totally <laughs> lost with the conversation, like right now. <laughs> the edibles kind of hitting it right now. Um. Yeah, no, that's that's kind of that's deep. What about when people died? You you have you had dreams of people? I have a dream. Yeah. Of, um, when I dream? turned thirty, that my cousin, uh, who who died young, uh, she came to my party in my dream and gave me a hug and told me happy birthday, and then she bounced. Mm. You know, and I tell my cousin that story, which is her sister, and it's like, damn, I've never had that. Like I've had dreams where. People come visit me. Yeah. Or I'll see me abuelita every so often. I haven't seen her in a minute. She's always rocking that same purple fucking sweater. Mm. You know? But. Yeah, I seen my grandma. Like, I had a night terror. Uh, I was I came into my house, and my grandma's sitting on my couch, and then she, she looks scared and kind of, like, just, like, stunned. And I was like, I was like, Grandma, what are you doing here? And she tells me in Spanish, it's too strong. It's too strong. I can't stop it. And I and then I started thinking of my daughter. And I was like, Where where's I like that? And she just doesn't answer me. And she said, and then my and then my grandma answered me, it's in the garage. And then when I go in the garage, I could feel its presence because everything gets heavy. Mm -hmm. And and then when when its presence is there, your voice doesn't it feels like it's in thick in thickness where it comes out slow right mm -hmm. because the energy there is so strong that you can't um project yeah and it, and i could and i could see i could feel it and i could feel it moving around 
my this, this garage actually you know i can feel it just moving around and i can feel the presence like it's your chest is starting to get heavy you know like mm-hmm. something's pressing against it and then i tell it i tell it i see you but it comes out slower like it comes out like i'm trying to with all of my strength i say i see you like that like it, mm-hmm. i'm trying to project it but i can't and so what i try to do is grab it that's the whole time and it's grabbing me tossing me grabbing me moving me around and then holding me and i'm trying to every time it holds me i'm trying to grab it and i can't and i woke up and i was like whoa what the fuck, right and i just get up and then it's like in the middle of the night and i go check on the kids i just start doing my rounds i don't know why i do that just check if doors are locked and shit oh, oh, just, you got you know, less red meat man that sounds uh, like an acid dog. <laughs> that sounds like you having like you got a heartburn. <laughs> but I don't have it. It's probably really, right? like eating chocolate uh, at night. For or a moment, like I was like, I was, initially I thought he was like, it happened in real life, but then he said he woke up. I was like, okay, cool. Nah, dude, I don't have yeah. no dreams like that. I don't, uh, have, dude. My dreams. You don't even fun. sleep. You know how many albums you write, <laughs> <laughs> dude. My, I got no, I like, I got no <laughs> dream. Uh, I don't got dreams. Yeah, but I had, you know when my, my uncle died. This is I don't have them all the time. I just have these. That's the only reason I can remember them because it's rare. Because yeah. I don't dream either. It's just when I have these dreams, okay. they're just intense. Y'all making me feel like I'm listening out. Like you got uh, just go to sleep and it's a Netflix episode or something like that. I'm like, oh damn, I want, I want to, I want to dream. Yeah, like my uncle. You know when my oh, uncle they sent died. us the song. Dope. Sorry. When my uncle died, right? Uh. You know, my uncle, my cousin Nelson, I never told them this story, but when he, when he passed away, like maybe a couple months later, I have a dream when I was a kid, when we, they used to live over there on Bush and I used to go there in real life. I would, when he was still alive and we were, when we was kids, I would go over there after school, wait for my mom to pick me up and they will all be doing their thing. My uncle will show up from work. First thing we'll do is turn on a TV and watch Star Trek, right? Just chill. He was he was very like stoic man, hardly talked. And uh and sometimes I remember this one day he just told me, and I would sit there and just draw. And he told me, you know, you're really good at that. And I turned around, I was like, oh shit, he's talking to me. And he was like, You should go to school for that, right? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna do after uh, high school and he was like, oh, okay and then kept went back to watching star trek in my dream i'm back there a kid drawing and i look back and he's sitting there watching them the, the tv the same how it was when when i was a kid and and i realized wait a minute my uncle died and i turned around i was like hey uncle how's it going and he's like it's good and i and i remember think we had a conversation i don't know who i had a conversation i always wonder why do people ask these mediums about you know people on the other side they're like you know where where's the the gold or where, yeah, you know yeah, 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 i'm yeah, sorry yeah. for whatever fuck all that how is it over there man how is it over tell me what's going on, on the other side right and in my head i remember having that conversation in my dream and i tell my uncle I said, Uncle, how is it over there? How's it over there on the other side? And he was like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> that was it. 
That's pretty cool. And I woke up. And I woke up. I was like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> I wonder if it's like that. You know, people who are over there are dead, just like, wow, oh, they'll be here in a minute. Yeah. Like I can't smoke just, cigarettes. Just together, like, like, oh, here. yeah, this motherfucker will be here on Friday. He's, he's going down that road. You know, like, they'll have, like, bets on who's going to fucking die for us and come over to heaven and shit. Yeah. That'd be yeah. funny. I always have this idea that if you if I see my grandma, that means I'm dying and she's coming to pick me up. Like, fuck. In your dream? No, like, in like if that were, like, I always remember as a kid, I was like, don't come and visit me. Yeah. You know, because you're going to spook me out and I'm going to probably just die. But, um, but I've, on top of that, I think now that w- when you pass away, you see somebody coming to get you. Uh, oh, so they're like they, they, the person to transition you. Yeah. Like, come on. Okay. I hope it's like that, man. I saw a movie like that not so long ago that it tripped me out when I saw it. It it fucking made me cry for like 10 fucking minutes. Fucking movie. (laughs) It's called The Swans, The Swans Way or some shit. So. That shit made you hit you, huh? Yeah, I was like, God damn it. Dude, watching this shit. You know. Some movies, yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know if because we're getting older. Like, I was watching. I I was watching. me. <laughs> no, do I? So I, I tell you when the last time I, I still got cry when I watch Hook. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I can tell you. I can tell you you, I can tell you, you are that. the pen, yo. <laughs> Rufio. When Rufio dies. I'm like motherfucker. Ah, right. and Hook's like, <laughs> Hook's like Rufio because he's he's gonna kill him, yeah. mother. You know. Ah, that movie's so dope to me. I remember like watching that movie Coco for the first time. In front of my kids and shit. In the last part, dude, when he was trying to, I guess, get his grandma to, uh, to remember, what was it, her dad? And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, it's coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then my sons, they turned around and was like, dad, are you crying? I was like, nah, I'm not crying, man. <laughs> and I was over there like, I'm ugly fucking crying, dude. I was like, mouth ah, all open and shit. I like, oh. and that, I remember that movie. And then I remember the first time I watched Well Rider. The first time I watched Well Rider, I, that movie just had me crying. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Dude, what bothers me is like kids mm. who want acceptance from adults. And adults are fucking assholes that they don't give it to them. They do everything. They do so much for 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 the adult that they love just to, yo, show me some love back. That's all they want. And in that movie, that's all the whole thing was. She had a connection with her grandpa. And her grandpa was just so bitter and angry because he was a chief of this Maori, this Maori tribe. And uh, he just... He just she he th- thought that she was a curse, and she just fought and fought, dude. It was killing me, dude. I was like, it was one of my favorite movies, but that shit got me fucking sentimental and shit. Huh? You don't watch it? I never watched it. Yeah, no, it's good. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's not like, you know, it's not any action and shit in it, but it's like more of a drama. Yeah, I I, I tend to not like dramas for some reason. Yeah, sometimes I gotta watch them. Just in a palate cleanser. Yeah, I just watch them and shit. All right. Well, this is the part of the podcast where we talk about the beat exchange. Uh, actually, this week's going to be pretty fun. Not for me because I didn't really do that great of a job. Um, so this is the part of the show called the beat exchange. This is where we share the challenge 
Uh, we give each other a sample challenge. Then we're going to go ahead and flip it, keeping it very simple and basic. We only use the sample that's given to us. You can use whatever machine that you want, right? Do whatever. You use whatever effects, but you could only okay. add drums. Okay? You could only add drums. No other instruments. And manipulate the sample however you want. Exactly. And if you want to uh, participate one time, I'm going to give you this uh, information now and later, but you could go ahead and submit it to the beat exchange podcast at gmail.com and just uh, in the subject line, put a uh, BEP sample challenge. You want to uh, get some more information about this? Just head over to the beat exchange podcast.com and you will find the information right there. It gives you all the rules and it also drops a phone number if you want to give us a call 415-504-2854 that is 415-504-2854 go ahead and call that that's our phone number you could leave a voicemail you could bring us up some information something that you want to correct us on uh let us know if you like or dislike the podcast whatever it is and if you have a sample challenge that you want to give to us just uh you know Give us a call through there too. Let us know what's cracking. All right. This week it was given to us by Gardo, aka Emergence. Woo. He gave us two challenges. Yeah, shit from classic movies. I I was wanted I wanted to watch that. What's it called? Canute or whatever that one that he gave. Yeah, Clut. Clut, Kalute. Clutie. Clutie. I don't know, but it does have a, a, a Sutherland. That is his dad, I think. Um, Isn't Jane Fonda in it too? It looked like Jane Fonda I might be wrong. Maybe I don't know. That's a that's a that's a Damn, deep, back in the days, dude. Back. Jesus Christ. Well, anyways, uh, yeah, this is a soundtrack from that, and uh, let's listen to that one. It's called Street Market Love Scene Clute. sexy yeah it's a short it was a short uh sample by the way yeah yeah mine was kind of short too i didn't realize that um which one's you cludy love yeah i think i'm the only one who did that because uh we had we have uh, a new submission for the but that's for the other one a new person who submitted new to oh, the podcast really is this this yeah. ultima no ultima? it's the, the new project that's project emergence did that one okay this is so yeah the one the one that says uh collude love that that i did that one okay. i think I'm the, I'm the only one who did that okay the rest of you guys did the other one. Oh, really yeah i didn't know that yeah okay i'll probably would have done the same one as either um okay so if you're the only one that did the clue then i just play you yeah <laughs> Why are you making it so confusing? I don't know. I thought I was like, I she was lost. Look. I was super lost, dude. That was in red. Here you go. 
That was fucking dope. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ooh, that had me wanting to rap on it like ASAP. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that shit's so dope. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I worked on it, and I was like, oh, I was like, dude, the, the, the actual sample is about a minute long. Yeah. I was like, what can I find out of it? But I was lucky I found, I found it's two different, like, loops that i did yeah let me just put them together you know and i was like and that that could be the whole beat you know the beat sample no it sounded dope uh the next one is i don't even know it's la leaking locking leak a locking particulari particulari uh theme from something anyway it's a fucking soundtrack lot of horns going on here yeah a lot of horns very orchestral um so play play the new project so introducing uh submitting for that one is the powerful willie greens oh when it says uh new project that's that's his that's right now hit me up he was like yo Uh i was like all right give him the info and he shot me that like three days later wow Okay. Well, what was, the, what was his name again? 
Willie Greens. Willie Greens. All right. You like can that. find him. Yeah. Go um, ahead. So yeah, no, I just want to plug. Yeah. Him. He has a, a Spotify. Also, he uses BandLab. I'm I'm new to that. Do you know about BandLab? But he has a page there. I was like, oh, I was gonna. I'm gonna have to ask him more about it. But you, you know, if you want to check his stuff out, he has stuff on Spotify, also YouTube. Uh, you know, so and then check out his his Instagram page as well. No, really? yeah, the shit was the shit was tight. Like he did it like a. It sounded like a cassette loop. Yeah, he uses. I was asking him uh, what's he use. He uses that. I think the SP. Okay. Yeah, that sounds. That sounds. That sounded tight. Definitely. Um, and then the next one is Gardo. Yeah, Merchants, who uh, actually gave us these samples this week. So I want to say thank you very much to him and his new family, um, for participating in and you know, yeah, challenge. So definitely thank you. And this is him. That boy Emerges hooked it up with a banger. That that sample is definitely it was difficult. Yeah, because that sample only had like a minute worth of, of sampleable music. Then it changed tempo. Mm. It went to like a upbeat. I don't want to say polka rhythm, but it just went to a more upbeat rhythm. Yeah, and it has uh you could tell it just sounds very Wu Tangy. Yeah, very, very wooey. Um, and I struggled. I, I, I struggled. I, I had a hard time with this sample. I ain't gonna lie. Um so this is what I did. I think we all did the same fucking thing. <laughs> Time being. 
that's about it. Ooh, I love those hi hats, dude. So, so that I I took it as an exercise. I took this exercise because I knew everybody was gonna sample the same, you know, the same section. Uh-huh. Uh, I took this as an exercise of working on like drum tone. So, yeah. like, okay, how am I gonna handle the drum tone? Because you got to keep it exciting, right? Like, you got to keep it, you know, cool. So I was like, okay, let me figure out how to, you know, get better at blending different drum kits together. Huh? Yeah. Like for two different packs, two different eras, two different whatever, and just making them, you know, just sound tonally okay. Uh-huh. So that, that's what I was kind of working on and, and getting my drum and getting my kicks to to hit a little bit more. You know what I mean? Because I like a clean kick sometimes. So, right. so yeah, that was that. I want to say thank you very much for both of the participants. That was very much appreciated. And we always do love when people interact with us on this podcast. Hugo always calls us up and man, hey, it was a funny episode, dude. And then I'm like, I don't even remember half the shit that we say. I'll be honest with you. Like, I really don't remember a guy. I don't either. Like, it's really hard. Yeah, uh, my wife asked me all the time, like, how was the podcast? And I was like, yeah, it's cool. And she was like, you always say that. And then I was we're short as men, me more than you guys and me. But yeah. we're just short. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, we don't like to elaborate. It's cool. It's fine. You don't really want to talk about it, so don't ask me. You know? No, I'm like, I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah. Well, we talk a lot. We talk a lot. We go through a lot of topics sometimes on this motherfucking show. But anyways, we want to thank everybody for participating. That was much appreciated. What are we doing this week, dude? Do I have to give you one? Yeah. You go. What's up, man? Hit us up with the music, man. What you got cooking? Uh well we just we, I'm doing this song with the um Alyssa the G and uh resonate you just sent me huh is in your reference yeah yeah he sent me something just now so I'll send it to you no just play yeah. it uh let's see da, da, da. exclusive ba, 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 ba. Ooh. With every verse that I ink, disperse what I think. Yo, when I go, use my ashes for our action figure. Explain me next to the terms and masses of just. There's no end in sight. Adjust if you must. We be up all night. This is the thing. We rinse and repeat. We bring on the heat and if you must. We be up all night. This is the thing. We rinse and repeat. We bring on the heat every day of the week. From the AM to the AM, flames vent from Nate's pen, arrangement that paints gems, tighter bars in a state pen, fades switch to the same blend. Time in my brain spent designing the paid ends like a shoe print to your blueprint. We break trends and really do this. Got your boo acting stupid when you're asking who's this. Impact of two bigs. That's what a pack of wolves did to a rack of full ribs. If a rapper bullshits, back hand to your loose lips. I'm a full player. Aimed at a few pigs. Virus on the cruise ship. Huge deuce on your new kicks. The proof that proves your bitch. The truth won't shoot to miss. Fruitful win, superhuman win. When I measure up to show you who the ruler is. Don't step to us if you choose to live. Loser's grip on a paradise like a paradise to your foolishness. Yeah. Now we're just waiting on the third verse. Who did the beat? Break it, Don. What? 
break a break it down to the break. Gotta go lines. back and listen to that because I don't remember what beat I gave y'all. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I gotta look at the email. I'm so glad there's email. There's just paper trail. I just go yeah. back and see what I said. Okay, I sent you one, Charlie. Did okay. I sent you one. You know what I was thinking? I'm a, next next episode. I'm gonna do a live performance on this motherfucker. So let's get ready. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna um need your. Uh, I need to pick up that USB interface from you. I want. Which one? The one you said you were gonna give me. <laughs> Yamaha. Yeah, I don't know. You said a USB one. You weren't doing it the way it was pretty small. Yes, I have two. Oh yeah, yeah. Whichever one. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. All right. Um, did you text me the uh, thing? Yeah, I just texted to you. Okay. Let me pull up one. So this is the part where we challenge each other. I just sent Pavo a sample. He's gonna play mine. <laughs> Yes, I will. I think you re- you will recognize the one I sent you. No. Until you play it. Ah, right, here we go. Good challenge. Right, this is the one I'm giving you. Not this, I got home. Not this T-Mobile commercial. Oh, yeah, that scared me. Oh shit. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. tight yeah not too bad right yeah i uh came ill prepared for some reason i always i've been forgetting for like the last three episodes to one sequence my fucking beat and uh two to have a sample challenge ready so i'm um, (laughs) i apologize for both of those things because i don't like to come ill prepared but i've been doing it a lot um okay so that guy was uh James, fuck, what was his name? James Mason. Oh. Mbiwi? 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 I don't know what the fuck. Anyways, it's James Mason. Um, Here we go. This You gave me a Jean-Jacques Perry, The Elephant uh-huh. Never Forgets. Sounds dope. You don't recognize that? I do recognize that. <laughs> you're gonna. Oh, so okay. Story behind that. 
If you're Latin, you know that comes from Chavo del Ocho, right? And there's a show that it was a, a popular show. It was kind of like a kid's show, right? And it was, was about... Oh, yeah, I don't know, but it was like a funny show. And uh, and so they... This was a theme song to that show, but apparently they didn't ask permission to use it. <laughs> they just fucking used it in Mexico, and then no one cared until, like... I think in the 2000s or in, in the 90s yeah. that that they were like sued them for the for the the theme and shit. Wow. Finally got a hold of them was like I'm suing you for the for using my theme that Jacques guy. The, this is the original. Wow. And so they just lifted it and they just used it and shit. That's dope. Yeah, right. They're oh. like hey, they found it like hey, this is a dig into the food too. And dig, dig into the Jacques food. Yeah. All right, man. You want to participate with this uh, podcast scenario, beat exchange? Make the beat. There's three rules. One, only use the sample that's given. Now, I wouldn't be opposed if you were able to find a way to mix both of them. I'll give you that. I'll give you that because, you know, that that Chesperito show is going to be kind of hard. It's Jacques Marie or whatever. We don't even say. We only say choose one because it's, you know, time constraint and yeah, yeah, yeah. choosing drums and all that. You know, yeah. we don't want you to be like, oh, yeah. Well, the whole point of this is to be very streamlined with the information. So you, you, you get pick the sample, make the beat using the sample, only using the sample. No extra instruments, please. And the only uh, uh, stuff you could go wild on is percussion. So we'll give you the ability to use drums to change feel, to change pace, to do whatever you want to do. Drums are important, and we know that. Um, you could get creative with the drums. If you want to do that, go ahead and submit a, uh, a email to the Beat Exchange Podcast at gmail.com, subject line BEP sample challenge, or hit us up on Instagram. Yep. At the Beat Exchange Podcast. At Instagram. Yeah, man. And also do us a favor go to whatever you listen to this podcast and give us. Yeah, you know what? Stars. We never do that. Yeah. We never do that. You're fucking right. Yeah, that would help us just move yeah. up a little bit and to get, you know, uh, more yeah, attention. Absolutely right, dude. Yeah, you know? rate the fucking podcast, dude. Rate it. You listen to this, and you using a streaming service app. Rate it. Rate it. You don't even have, just give us the stars. You don't yeah. have to write it. It would be nice if you did. Yeah, it'd be nice if you wrote something like a two word, two sentences. It's if cool. you want to be even nicer go to our band camp and go download one through six we exchange beat tapes all the sounds uh, all the sample challenges that we have been doing you know we're up to what episode 87 this is gonna be 87 so each episode you'll hear it on there the full version of the beat sounds probably a little bit cleaner you know what i mean so yeah um and and they they do improve yeah from, from Beat Exchange Volume 1 to Beat Exchange, now that we're at 6? Six? 6, yeah. Yeah, it, they, they do improve. There is a progression there. So you'll see how, you know, in general, we get better. Yep. Yeah. The beat tapes are 4 bucks. Yep. Price of a coffee. Cheaper yeah. than your Starbucks. Absolutely cheaper. Yeah, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Hugo Monster. Yo, you had a show this weekend, didn't you? I got sick, man. Damn. So I wasn't able to participate. That's their loss. That's, that's why you're their loss. That's why you're in this state of 
Flux. You're really getting better, huh? Because I'm missing a, a show. Actually, I am getting better, but I'm I still got wake up with yellow ass boogers, man. It's I think this is the longest I've been sick. It's Dang. whack. That's um, respiratory. But you know. It's that upper respiratory. Hey, by the way, are you guys getting the fourth COVID shot? My hey. job is like mandating it. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, and I don't know. Uh, I think uh, there's an option to decline. I might. I'm not sure if I'm gonna decline it. I might decline it. Well, the 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 newest uh, shot is different now. So it's like they're saying that it's uh it's not like a booster anymore. It's gonna. This one is unique because they're it's now it's like the flu shot. So wow. every year they're gonna have one which is the same that's gonna like pretty much help with the variant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not like how it was before where there was a new variant that came out and new variants come out like every damn month and shit. And they're like, yeah, it's variant AB567. We got a new booster for that one. This one is considered not really a booster. It's more of a flu shot. Yeah. So I don't take that into consideration. But I mean, they're recommending everyone to get it. But then again, they're saying if you get COVID, you'll have immunity for like like uh I think nine weeks. You know, so Yeah. And if you uh get the shot, you'll have immunity for maybe seven. I don't know, vice versa. I might have confused them, but either or nine or seven, you know, it's up to you. I I'm good, dude. I haven't I didn't I only yeah. got the first <laughs> first round. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I only yeah. got the first round. And then I got COVID like two times and I think I'm good. If you're healthy, dude, you should you should be all right. I mean, yeah. I had to go to the, I had to go to the doctor uh, recently because I was feeling like this pain, Ooh. Like lingering ass pain on my right side. Uh-huh. And I was like, what the fuck? I was so it was making me feel uncomfortable. Really? And it's a nagging ass one. You know what I mean? It's one of those that are just is there when you're not paying attention to anything. You feel it again. It's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. and I was like, what the fuck is going on? So then finally, uh, the wife says, you could go to the doctor. You know what I'm saying? Who knows what the fuck that could be? And I was like, yeah, you're fucking right. So I go. And I'm like, dude, maybe I think I got a hernia or something. Or, or I don't know. I feel like a lump over here. And then he was like, hernias aren't up on your stomach. They're not up by your ribs. You don't get that up there. So that's something else. And I'm mm. like, and so he's like, come on in. So I go in. He feels it. And he goes, Nah, man, that's nothing, dude. <laughs> He's like, that's nothing, man. Uh, he was like, he was like, no, he was like, you got a pinched nerve. Oh, yeah. And it the pinched nerve is right in the middle and making my my rib cage hurt on both sides. Mm. So I'm like, it's like a super uncomfortable ass feeling, dude. It's like it's like someone's scratching you. Just, it's like constantly. It's like, oh my fucking god. So then I'm sitting here like thinking. I was so I, I was like, damn, dude, maybe I need to stop drinking. <laughs> I was kind of worried and shit because I'm like, man, I can't stop drinking, man. Like, I don't think I'm gonna stop that. Like, uh-huh. I, just can't, I just can't. I enjoy it too much. I just yeah. no matter how much I can, I was like, I enjoy it too much, man. Like, <laughs> so so I'm willing to sacrifice it at this point in time in my life. I'm like, I'm just gonna cross this line. I'm just gonna be like, my decision is my decision. I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna it, don't you think it's like a combination of things? Because I noticed that I've been feeling like that lately. Like, like if it we've been since I've been off, we've been eating out a lot, you know. And I'm like, 
And, you know, everything comes, we're always getting alcohol as well. Like we were at Placerville yesterday and uh, that's a little bit past Sacramento. Like they had an apple orchard stuff over there and we're at this Buena Vista. I don't know what it was called. It was like some farm and they had apple beer there. No, that's what I thought. I was like, isn't it cider? What the fuck's going on here? And it's different. Right. And my wife was like, well, give me a cider. And, and, and I was like, I don't want to drink though, man. My stomach has been feeling fucked up. But then I was like, apple beer though. <laughs> Have I ever, I'm not going to drive two hours anymore to come all the way over here. Let me try this apple beer. Fuck it. And then, um, and mind you, we left hella early. We haven't ate no breakfast. Oh, at all. Shit, yeah. You know? And I was like, let me just, let me just get that. Right. And, um, uh yeah, it was like sixteen ounces, <laughs> and that shit was pretty big. And the apple beer is really good. I was confused by it because I'm like, do they brew it with apples, or is it like the Germans where they add juice to it? Because it tasted like apple juice and beer. Oh, like you know, but it was really good. Yeah, it was good though. I like it better than cider. I think cider is gross. I didn't even know apple beer existed. Yeah, me neither. And they had an Apple L, but I was already fucking buzzing. <laughs> Wanted to. Yeah. But I was like, nah, dude, if and it's hot over here, you know, I'm like, nah, dude, you know, find me passed out next to the pumpkins and shit. And all these washishus walking around. They I don't want to be a bad example. Yeah, they're gonna be like, hey, we gotta uh <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, send them back. <laughs> Apple beer drunk over here. <laughs> Yeah. So can't handle his juice. But then the whole night after that, you know, I'm like tossing and turning because my stomach hurts. Because uh, we're eating. Yeah. Huh? I like. I, I don't. I'll be honest with you. Like my diet has been pretty calm. Like it's been pretty steady. Like I don't eat anything extravagant. I don't eat anything. You know, like my. I'm pretty. Did you eat at home though. Yeah, yeah. We ate at home. Uh, yeah. We eat. We eat out. We eat out maybe once a week, maybe twice a week sometimes, but mainly just once a week because it's just too expensive for us, man. It is, like, man. I can't, I can't, mm-mm. I can't justify that shit, dude. Dude, like I went to Red Onion, mm-hmm. spent eighty fucking bucks at Red Onion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I was screaming inside my head that day. Mm-hmm. Because I was so enraged with what we just got for eighty bucks. That's how much. Like, yeah, dude. Like, I'm spending like we were in Davis because my son's down there, and I take him, and I got my nephew over there too. You know, and I was like, "Hey, you guys want to go eat? Yeah, let's go try this burger place here. Really good burger place." But I end up dropping like damn near two hundred bucks. You know, because all of us, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, inflation, dude. It's like. It's crazy. Yeah, dude. Gas, dude. It's fucking five well, something. Yeah, damn gas, six dollars. Yeah, dude. Gas is a gas is a bitch. This bridge toll situation is really fucked up. Like I just got my fast track and it's like tapping two hundred bucks now. Yep. Yeah, we oh, just, I, you have to fill it up. Fuck. Uh, uh it it re uh re ups. Okay. It re ups every so often. But it's re upping though. It's yeah, it just yeah, it just it just upped the re up. We're constantly crossing that Vallejo Bridge too. Now that my son's over there, 
You know, how often do you visit him? Yeah, right. Well, lately, lately, the last couple of weeks we've been going over there. Like, we went every Sunday because uh, one, um, we had to drop him off, and then this this week I had to go over there to check on his bike because he was like, "Dude, something's wrong with his bike." And so I was like, "Man, you probably not pumping it right, dude." So I go, we go down there, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, just to go see him and shit and hang out with them for a bit. And then um, I'm over there like, yeah, let me, cause there's a certain type of like air thing for the tire. And then it's a little fucking, the machine has a little adapter to it. I put air in it, but then the tire just went flat. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like to fix the tire. Now it's a back tire. I have to take it off. I don't have tools with me. I need a bucket. I need the new inner tube or whatever have you. And so my wife was like, well, he needs a bike now. Cause the classes are like, uh, six minute with the bike, yeah, in Davis, right? Or else, if you're walking, it's twenty minutes, and that shit gets like ninety degrees every day over there, right? So it's like this dude's gonna end up like, oh, dude, we're over there, by the way. So we're over there, and all of a sudden, I hear like a crazy crash. I turn around, some Asian girl just bit it really hard. I fell on the floor. Yeah, on her bike, just walk, you know, just like a whole thing. Nobody stopped. People just passing her by like you fucking assholes i go run over there i'm like hey you okay she's out of it lip all bleeding and shit i help her up me and my wife help her with her bike and i'm like fixing it for her and then she was like like you all right and then she was like yeah and i looked at her bike and she was trying to she was okay well thanks and i hold on i was like your bike and i noticed that the peg was in the wheel and so when the it got loose you know, and it hit the wheel and then made her jump. Uh, you know, physics, you know, just like that was it hit the the the, the little peg thing, hit the tire back tire, yeah. made her fly and shit, landed on concrete. You know, we gave her like something to clean her face and shit. She's all out of it, embarrassed. I was like, let me fix it for you. I got, I brought some. My son has the the L wrench, and she was like, well, I gotta go. And I'm like, well, you know, let me tighten it up for you. So I tightened it up. I was like, that thing is loose. Let me fix it. And she was like, okay. And then my son came and it, it didn't fit. So I was like, sorry. I just wasted your time. <laughs> Let me just tighten it with my fingers as tight as possible. But you have to. And I was like, you got to fix that because it's going to ke- just keep an eye on it. Because if that shit gets loose again, it's going to hit that tire. You're going to go flying again. And she's like, oh, okay. Thank you. And she just walked off. I was like, damn. I was crazy. Nobody, everyone just like didn't care. They just kept going and shit. I bet so they we, happens a lot. Oh yeah, them fuckers. And oh, and by the way, these fucking kids are driving around with their phones and their bikes going at fucking fifteen miles per hour. They're not. They're looking down. I was like, I told my son, yo, don't be like these momos, dude. They're gonna end up getting hit by a car or something, and you know, they'll find out how physics works. One on one for sure. You know how your face meets the concrete real quick. You know what I mean, and, and that should be. You know what I mean. Should be. It's an intro right there. Uh, <laughs> face hits the concrete. <laughs> Watching too much concrete videos, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, uh, dude, this shit would fucking scrape your face off, dude. And then we so we just got him a new bike and shit. So yeah, we go there. Like yeah, last day. and then we were there yesterday. We went to Placerville on the way back. We brought him back up. Uh, uh, one of those Apple, uh, Apple cr- jitters. What Apple? 
I don't know, a big ass apple donut. Oh, okay. fucking delicious. But you know, I was like, you bought two of them, and I was like, yeah, we can't take this home. Let's just drop it off and shit. So I just <sighs> share it with the other kid. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, definitely it's uh it's getting tougher and tougher to be out here in California. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Hugo Monster, thanks for showing up. Yeah. Uh, uh, tell them what you got coming up next. You have anything? You have any new uh toy videos? No, no. What I will be doing is uh I think I'm gonna do a video on my display. Ah, that's perfect. Show how people yeah. show it. Yeah, you should yeah. do a tools of the trade. Yeah. Uh, I did something pretty cool, man. I, I'm um put a I use you know what flight stands are? Nah, well, flight stands are what you use to make your toys uh, um basically do what I know that. How the fuck would I know that? Do you know what a I don't know, man? Do you know what a flight stand is? Let me, let me explain. <laughs> anyway, so I got these these flight stands. You you put the figure on top so you can make like a Spider Man look like he's shooting web or something. Uh, but the problem with the flight stands is that it's you put it on the on on the on the table, and then you know it wobbles. So what I ended up doing is I flipped it. So now I, I, I took the base of the flight stand and then I um, tied it up against some magnets and now it, it it's magnetized. So now I can oh, okay. move it anywhere and, I want. Yeah. It's dope. And prior to that, I was just, sometimes I was just screw uh, uh, in a base, you know, and it would be fixed there. And it yeah. kind of sucked because you can't move it. Now I can move these motherfuckers anywhere underneath the shelf and I got hella space. It's just tight, dude. It's like I I re-innovated my whole shit. All the time I've been trying to make these things fly and move, you know, and they're always stationary now. They're in the air and they just move. Wow. It's fucking tight. Hey, can I ask you a question, Hugo? What's up? Do you still play with your toys? Like, you know, like how we did when we were kids? Uh, I was just like... Well, I don't know. Sometimes with my son, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm yeah, talking about yeah. by yourself. Oh, like with me, I'll grab them and I'll probably talk to me. I don't, I don't do it like yo, boom, 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 but I'll grab it and it'll be like, dun, dun, but not not <laughs> enough, not enough to be like, oh, yes, <laughs> no, no, because I don't do it for more than a second or so. Yeah, I, you know, but now I guess it, it I guess the adult version of it now is it's, yeah, I kind of do because when I'm posing the figures yeah. that's playing with them, right? Yeah. Getting them in you the remember, right stance. You guys remember the time when you just stopped playing with toys? I don't. I mean, either, dude. I wonder when when I started, like, I used to love collecting them, too. I don't. You know, I'm like, when did I stop? Maybe video games did it. Could have been. I, I see it with my kids, like, my youngest boy, you know, he has a lot, a lot of action figures. And I haven't seen him play with them because he's been on the VR and shit. And or playing, you know, Switch, you know, and I'm like, yeah, he doesn't play they, with these toys no more. They get bored of their video game, and they and they go back to playing with the toys. Like I right now, them. I have them all laid out right here, and then you know, my daughter and him, they'll just be like, they'll play with them, do poses with them, you know, without yeah. me having to like impose myself on them to do it. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, yeah, now that you, yeah, you're right, because I used to play with them when my they were. The older ones they were small. They used to play. I used to make. They used to make me play with them. And I would over there be holding them and shit, 
they're fun, man. For me, they're fun. Like, I, recently I've been reading the original Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. and I got a lot of action figures from that that uh, uh comic series, and they look dead on like the fucking comic. But that comic book is grimy. Like yeah. the original Ninja Turtles, they're like the Wu Tang of the fucking the, really? the whole comic scene, man. They like they're killers, dude. They're assassins. Did you watch That's, the movie? You know, you know, huh? Did you watch the movie? The new one? Yeah. No, I haven't watched it yet. You yeah, watched it, it right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just dope, yeah, dude. It's dope. But yeah, the comic book, yeah, man. They're, they're raised to kill. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, Why they're, turtles? Uh, I don't know. You know? But it's just it's dope. Like, it's the just, concept is dope, but I'm like, why turtles? They look tight. Yeah. They might, they, they, I think they just look tight. But they have personality behind them. You know what I'm saying? But it's all black and white, too. You know? They always had the, that personality of, like, Cowabunga. Like, they had that. Uh, <laughs> In the comic book, it shows up a little bit, but not to the extreme. Like, Michelangelo's the light one. Donnie's the nerdy one. They had one that was a pretty, uh, pretty, uh, I guess sad comic, sentimental comic. They had one with Jack Kirby in it. He's living in the basement. And Donatello goes, wait, Raphael's taking a shower. The fucking water heater breaks. He's like, Donnie, go, go fucking look at the fucking uh, heater. And, you know, he reluctantly goes over there. And April was, April's like, hey, you'll probably see my friend Jack down there. And so he goes down there. And the first thing he sees is like a big ass back coming out of nowhere. And then it just vanishes. But it's apparently Jack Kirby and he's, drawing uh fucking characters and they come alive for a second and then he draws this this portal window who the fuck is jack kirby jack kirby's the guy who who who, along with stanley made avengers spider-man oh drew he was the guy penciling them yeah so anyway uh yeah he shows up like ninja turtles are like the only i think cool um cast that you could cross over with to other uh, comic realms like a, a Marvel Universe or a DC, you know, you know, but uh, so? yeah, yeah, give give that comic book a chance. I, it's I, tight. I, yeah, I maybe I do. You're you're, where, you're no. Amazon Kindle. I, that's what I read it on. Is oh, Kindle. That's what I'm about to ask you. Where do you where do you? It, it's the you same go? one. You know, I stole from your kids, or you gave to me and told oh, me not to bring sure. it back. <laughs> that one. <laughs> hey, dude, don't say nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that one is. <laughs> They'll be pissed off at it because they were looking for that book. Not oh, too yeah. Carlos, like, you can take this one. I've been trying to get Carlos to give me the the, the Marvel cards for hella long. Yeah, I think I was like, yeah, just nah, yeah, nah. Well, I don't use this book anymore. And, yeah. <laughs> and they were looking for it the other day. Dad, what happened to that book? I was like, I don't know, dude. I yeah. must have donated it. <laughs> I told you, I don't yeah. bring that shit up. He brings it up on the podcast. <laughs> I'll race this far. I have to go buy it, dude. And I'm going to have to be like, yo. Yeah, I, I found, found it. it. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, I find it it's easier to read it. on the phone than I do on the on the actual comic book paper. Really? Yeah. Really? Because I don't have to zoom in on the words oh. and look at them. And like, so. But. So Kindle what, though? Like, you just buy the books or is it like a comic? So, uh, I have a comic. Well, I have a Kindle subscription so I can read books, audio books, or download comic books onto my phone. So. That's tough. I've been doing that, reading that. So, yeah, I, I recommend if you guys are giving them a chance. I think at one point, I don't know, like I was going to ask you guys, like, what point are you, do you let them read Wolverine? You know? Right away. Yeah. Right away. You know? Well, I yeah. put a restriction on that. Yeah. Yeah, Wolverine's dude, I'm like, put a restriction on that. 
I don't I don't know. I haven't read Wolverine anything in a long time. I don't know what his attitude is like right now in the comic book. Well, like even Weapon X. You've been reading that comic. Yeah. It wouldn't get it. Yeah. It wouldn't get why, it. Right why is he dead, Poppy? Yeah, you wouldn't, wouldn't get it right now. So yeah, I would keep him on the Spider-Man yeah. side of things first. Yeah. Then, yeah. you know, let them dig for that other shit. Yeah, I was I was talking about you know Punisher lately with with Punisher, the older ones. I was like, do you got a Punisher character? The that comic book is, and then like the movies were okay. You know, Warzone one was the best. Yeah, that's the one I was talking that's, about. That's the dope one. The other two were only okay, and the dope one, Dolph Lundgren, that was just pure garbage. Yeah, the season, the season one was good. Like the, the, the season the, one, no, with John Farrell was dope. Yeah, that one, yeah, with Shane. Yeah, that shit was tight. They only had a season one, right? They had season two. They brought back the same villain from season one, which is kind of lame. I hate when they do that. I feel like they just run out of ideas. Like, nah, man, he's supposed to die. Let's be like, dude, Punisher was never a good comic book. But then he was he was in a Daredevil series too, though. They they had to bring him into the world Mm -hmm. because he like Dared Punisher on his own is boring. Yeah. He had a couple of dope storylines, but yeah, some pretty- characters can't hold their own shit. Yeah, that's why that- they tag him up with Spider Man. They tag yeah. him. They, you know. How many? He has some dope villains though, like in terms of Kingpin. Yeah. Um. Uh. Bullseye, Daredevil. He and he fight. He always fighting with Spider. You no, know what villain was dope? In the was that Jessica Jones villain that Killboy. Oh, that villain right. was tight. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that, 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 that Oh yeah, the guy who like, uh, does the. Yeah, he talks and you basically do what he says. That scene in the in in the in the police office was was pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, that was shit. But anyway, but uh, yeah, I mean, a Punisher, but Punisher in in general, he, yeah, he definitely needs to be teamed up. Where Wolverine is so complex. Yeah, he got layers. Take him anywhere. Japan. He's so he's so mysterious. Even though we know his origin now. To me, he's still mysterious. Yeah, right. It doesn't matter. It's like I like I. When, that's why, like sometimes I like the origin book that they did, but yeah. at the same time, I'm like I don't know if it was ever really necessary. You know? James Howlett, how they gave him a real name. Yeah, I didn't always think that was necessary, but uh, it served. It was cool. Gave us like three movies. So they're making another one, aren't they? Like, with are that, they really? Yeah. The, uh, What's his name? Hugh Jackman is playing him still. Yeah, Hugh Jackman and Deadpool. Yeah. He's going to show up in that Hugh movie. Hugh Jackman's, what, 45 maybe? 50? Yeah. Yeah. He's still going. I mean, why not? Shit. Damn, dude, it's so fucked up that that dude got his uh, uh, legs all fucked up in that ski machine. What guy? Hawkeye. He's done? No, he, I don't know if he's done, but I mean, the guy ain't been back since. Oh, shit. oh, he's what happened? What happened? That, that you don't remember that snowmobile? No, nah. What the movie? Nah, nah dude, fucking real life. Oh no, motherfucker was using a snowmobile and got and either slipped or fell out or stepped out and got his foot caught up in the tractor. Jeez. It went. <laughs> And it landed on top of him. Or did it f- crash? Oh, that's what happened. He crashed it. And it tumbled and landed on him. 
Wow. And it had his whole bottom half gone, damn near. Damn. Yeah, like the guy was fucked up. They didn't report about it. He's like over here trying to recover from back from walking. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, dude, I didn't even know he was from out here. Oh shit. I didn't Jeremy Renner, know. right? They call him. Yeah, Jeremy Renner. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even Jeremy. know he was like from Stockton or some shit. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's yeah. another character in the Avengers no one gave a fuck about. Well, oh, guy. it's the guy. The guy is not, you know. He's boring. They tried to make him a uh, born ultimatum. Remember? Yeah, I was about to bring that up too. Yep. Yeah, he, he, he didn't fit. Bring back Mac Damon. They <laughs> <laughs> did. Bring back Mac Damon. They ain't popping. Because he's boring. Oh. He's not that, you know. I think about that a lot of times. Like the action heroes of now are like none. Hmm. Well, they got Gal Debote, Gal Gadot. She's one, right? Who? The Wonder what? Woman. Wonder Woman's an action star? Yeah, she has like two movies on Netflix that Red Notice and that most recent I'm one that she's in. That. Never watching all kinds never of crazy seen. shit. I'm watching that. Never in yeah, my life will I be watching that. Women Wonder are, Woman are action heroes, man. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that mean, that mean, look, dude. Like, hey, man, I'll put up with, with Charlie keep telling me that women comedian are funny, but women actually? <laughs> I don't think so, man. You talking out of turn right now. Nah. <laughs> uh, um... Uh, I nah, I, no, I don't believe that. I, I think uh, uh, I remember when they tried to do Ronda Rousey. I mean, we're not talking about the Foxy Browns, right? There's a lot of, you know, uh, 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 the one that always old school action heroes that were female. A lot of them mm -hmm. uh, They were all dope. But I'm talking about new. We're talking new age. Um, the set it off still count. Queen Latifah was a, a beast. I believe her. Yeah, Queen Latifah. Yeah. All right, no. <laughs> <laughs> Equalizer now on CBS. You could watch oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to give that uh, that show was boo, a uh, boo. <laughs> that shit's so fucking weak. Right. Uh, uh, nah, like Ronda Rousey. They try to do Ronda Rousey. They try to do um, what's that? Mia Carano. Yeah. Yeah, they try to do her. Um. She got canceled, by the way. Yeah, she got canceled. Uh, not Zeldana. Oh yeah, Zeldana, right? Who's that? Oh, the uh, you talking about the um, the green chick from Guardians? Yeah, from from Guardians Columbia. of the Galaxy. Oh uh, yeah, Columbia. yeah, yeah. Yeah, she did a lot of action movies. Yeah, she did a lot of action movies. She's one, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give her that. Like, I think she could. She definitely pulled it off. Well, uh, what's the some... switch topics? What about uh, scary movies? Any scary movies? Nah, I rewatched. I rewatched a nun recently. Uh -huh. Um. Oh, I watched I one that was dope. The Barbarian. A oh, Barbarian's tight. Yeah, that shit. Was, that shit was dope. No, I haven't seen it yet. I have it on the queue though. Yeah, Barbarian's tight. Barbarian's yeah. tight. Because yeah, as, as, as soon as you watch the movie, you're like, oh shit. Then you think you know what it's about. Then it changes. You don't. Yeah, they flip it on you quick. I'm yeah. like, what the <laughs> fuck? This is what dope. The, yeah, it's like. <laughs> It's, it's, it's a cool movie. What about that phone movie? You guys see that one yet? The um, black phone. I liked it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I liked it. I watched that one with my son. Yeah. <laughs> really? I think he fell asleep while we watching it. But yeah. oh, okay, yeah, because I'm like that could be kind of scary for them. Yeah. <laughs> that mask alone is kind of spooky. Yeah, she uh, killed his brother. That's pretty. But but I watch, I watch horror movies all year round. So I watched the one with uh. 
I want to go watch The Exorcist. Crow. Russell Crow. Oh, The Pope's Exorcist? Yeah. yeah. That one's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they try to keep doing this whole thing where, you know, the devil is like a syndicate. Mm. Right? It's like a collective of demons. <laughs> Lyrical demons. You know what I'm saying? There's a whole bunch of just lyrical assholes out there. Um, no, what? Why? Why are you confusing me, motherfucker? Demonic, demonic demons. <laughs> yeah, like confuse me right now. I'm like lyrical. No, demons. They're all demons, but they're possessing human beings, right? Yeah. So it's just like a big network. Yeah, of the devil's network, you know what I'm saying? The devil's network, and that's what a lot of a lot of exorcism shows and stuff like that have taken that route. Mm. You know which one was a good one that would took a different route on that was Emily Rose. Uh, exorcism. Yeah, that was fun. That was that was cool. I remember going. Is that the one where the lady swallows that kid? No, it, it's like a whole trial oh. about yeah. if she was possessed or was she just mentally uh, like. Oh fucked up <laughs> you know it has like some it has some scary scenes but a lot of it was in the court oh yeah yeah, yeah. i think i remember yeah it was i cool. think i want to rewatch child's play the first one yeah re- yeah do that that uh, the first three are usually uh, are the better ones everything after that is kind of you know the tv tell you guys the, the the terminator used to scare me I can see that. Yeah, no, of, when I was a kid, the first one scared first me. One was scary, dude. Yeah, yeah, like like the ending part where he's just yeah. like walking. He's crawling, yeah. Like, yeah. The yeah. skeleton oh, was shit. weird, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm right. Whatever, I think it was like claymation they used for that scene, but that shit had me spooked. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, uh, that part when he cuts open his eye and he's like in the fucking mirror, whole robo. <laughs> you know they're going to use O.J. Simpson for the Terminator? What? Yeah, but they they're like, nah, he doesn't look like a killer. Yeah, <laughs> little did they know. Can't even hunting Sarah Connor the whole fucking thing. Yeah, and in part one. two, in part two, the guy who was gonna play the the was the guy the T one thirty thousand. No, was it T one thousand? The guy T-1000. with the, the gel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's gonna be Billy Idol. Oh, what? Who's gonna play him? Isn't that crazy? That would have sucked. Yeah, I was like Billy Idol. He was supposed to play Jim Morrison as well. Yeah, in the Doors. But Is he, he ever a good actor? He's in that movie. Billy Idol's in that movie. He broke his leg though. Oh, and so you see him in the movie with his leg broken. He's one of the one of Jim Morrison's like moochers. You know, the guy who's taking advantage uh, of Jim Morrison. But I mean, how could you beat Val Kilmer in that? You can't. I still see him now like that. What mm-hmm. movie is this? Doors. You want the yeah, door? Oh yeah, I don't think I've seen that. Oh man. Well, anyways, I'm about to go fucking pass out. All right. See you guys. All right. We oh, did you start recording? Podcast. Oh shit! We didn't even say peace out on the podcast. No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my bad. If my you bad, stuck God. to, uh, if you stuck in, you know, thanks. Yeah. Alright, y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna edit all that. Um, no, I, I just leave it in. Fuck it. We're talking some good comic book, horror movie, all kinds of shit. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. I want to thank everybody for tuning in, and remember, delete your browser history. <laughs> <laughs>